Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we jump into this episode, just wanted to make you aware that on our website, bythehood.com, we have a free webinar on an intro to the stock market. So please go check it out. Just go to bythehood.com and you'll get the free intro to the stock market webinar. Take it easy and enjoy this episode. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the Buy the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. I just want to say thank you to everyone and anyone who supports anything that we've got going on. Special shout out to all the students from Buy the Hood University, as well as all the youth from the Buy the Hood Ownership Camp. Camp 2022 has started. And it, listen, the first class was amazing, man. Some brilliant students there. Um, can't wait to go through these six weeks and and, and see how uh, much information they're able to obtain, learn, and um, see how great these kids become moving forward. But it's, it's good to see a whole new crop of kids, as well as like some of our returning students back for camp 2022. So that's awesome. But uh got my partner, Crown Court with me. Court, what's up, good brother? What it is, though, every day above ground is a good day. So let's go get it. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Listen, as you know, our platform is designed to highlight brothers and sisters doing amazing work in the community building businesses we have our brother on right and we got to have a we want to have a great conversation today man but we got our brother man we we've been on so many shows with with our brother man but me and him were having a conversation i said yo i want to come on and have this on the podcast anyone listens to us knows who this is man we got the finance rebel in the building man kamari ellis kamari what's up good brother what's up man don't be trying to pipe me up don't nobody know me i'm low key baby i'm low key some big numbers no man, you out here don't, doing don't, your thing, don't act man. like that, Kamari. You really be out <laughs> here doing it. What's yeah, up, family? Man. I miss y'all. Good to see y'all. Yeah, man. Listen, for those that don't know, we um, we, you know, we had another podcast we did with Kamari every uh Sunday. You know, that'll be back soon though. The Black Wolf Project, right? The Black Wolf Project. But I wanted to bring Kamari on to this podcast, right? Because um, and Kamari's told his story on our podcast before, so I'll make sure to put the link to that in the description so you can hear the. I mean, Kamari is like his third or fourth time. I don't know. You and Malik, I don't know who's been on here more. It's, it's, it's between you two, man. But I think it's Malik. I think it's Malik. Uh, Coach but, Carter but, got it. Coach Carter might have it. But the thing yeah. is, I wanted to have this conversation because Kamari has been um putting out content lately on IG as well as TikTok. I, mean, I, I know you over there blowing up on TikTok. I did see you go viral a couple of times. Yo, I didn't even expect that. That came yeah. out of nowhere. Got a joint that's like a half a milli. Yeah. Um, and it was just like on some fluke type stuff i i can't even say i plan yes, that so you consistently put the work and it'll happen but i saw you go viral there. but one of the things that was interesting about the content you've been putting up one of the um topics you're talking about is just how much bad information is out here because of the internet and specifically as it relates to like you know quote unquote black finance right mm-hmm. there's a lot of bad information a lot of information that can get people hurt and, and you know, a lot of fraudulent information and you've been talking about it i mean I don't mean to name names or anything like that because that's not what we're here for. But I wanted to have the conversation about why that's dangerous, um, why you decided to talk about it, and also just have a conversation about the proper way to address it. Right? Is the proper way to like just come right at somebody on some gotcha stuff? Like, so you know, give us a little background, like what you've been seeing and and, and some of the things that uh, have made you start to respond to it. So first and foremost, thank y'all. Thank about the hood community. Um, you know, we, we fam, so it all works, but you know, y'all know me and this is the stuff that I tell people all the time. I'm the same person in real life that I am online. 
and I think y'all can attribute that. Yeah. Some people think I'm way too extreme. I'm rebellious or whatever you want to call it. I really think this way in real life. And so why I do what I do is I really do it for the community, right? When I was kind of going through my phase of trying to figure it all out, and when I went back to school, um, I went back to school for finance because I had worked with my dad, but I'm like, I want to figure out ways, one, to make money, right, but two, to help my community because my community seems like it's always in desperate need of money. Now, fast forward some decades later, I figured out it's not really the money part. It's more the culture part that's giving us an issue. And so when I see what I call these quote-unquote social media gurus get online and, you know, present things in such a way that are not 1,000% accurate, and I know they're doing it intentionally a lot of times to just pump up uh, viewership, to pump up followership, to pump up money ship. Um, it, it's a little frustrating, right? Because again, I really do this for the people. Um, and don't don't get me wrong, this ain't charity, right? I do need to make money, right? But at the end of the day, what I'm doing isn't a result of wanting to get money. It's really as a result of wanting to help the people. Because especially with, with tax, I feel like we're the front line of defense when it comes to finance in our community. The first usually money transaction, financial transaction, is usually around tax. And a lot of that will, in my opinion, will help dictate how a person sees money and relates to money going forward. So I always try to make that experience a positive one and a wealth-minded one um, as well. And so when I see these things on social media, it's really disheartening. It's really heartbreaking, honestly. And so what you're seeing out here is more of a lashing out of like, your kid just stole $20 out your wallet and he keeps doing it. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why are you stealing from me? And I'm your peoples. And so that, you know, I think that's probably the best way to go, to put it. Cause I'm just like, why, why do we, why do we keep doing this? We don't have to go this way. You can really do well and do good all at the same time. You don't got to intensely defraud the people. We've seen it. People build buildings and promise all these big returns. They don't come through. You see it. People talking about these tax programs or these tax credits that most of the people can't qualify for, but they make it seem like everybody is here. And I guess part of it, too, is this new 24-hour news cycle that we're all living in, plus social media. And it just makes everything really goofy, in my opinion. It's yeah, really so a couple things that, um, you know, to, to move the conversation forward, like a lot of us see these things. Um, so the question I have is, how do you, let me tell you what I struggle with, right? I never want to be on a public platform like, you know, slandering another black man. That's just not what I'm about. Right. Um, I was always told to, like, you know, show someone the clean glass, so to speak. Right. You know, there's a dirty glass out there. You show them the clean glass and people will decide eventually, you know, um, as, as the analogy that Honorable Elijah Muhammad has in the Malcolm X movie. Right. Show them the clean glass. Um, but I see the things that you see. And sometimes I've even went as far as to, like, inbox somebody like, you know, that's improper, like that's fraud or that's wrong. And sometimes people will like correct, like, you know, remove it. But sometimes people lash back out at you, you know what I mean? Because they're intentional about trying to get followers or things like that. Um, so the question I have, and, I, and Corey, you can weigh in as well. Like, what is the proper way when you see something? Because, again, you're for the overall community. It's not just about you personally. Um, what action do you take? As someone who's, who's you know, has a professional license and you see these things and you know they're wrong, you know, people will follow this information. I mean, 
listen, I think we're all kind of the same person. Me, you, Corey, the whole Blackwell Project, right? We like to talk about ideas and not people. However, the problem becomes when the same people keep doing the same dumb shit. Yeah. And it's like, y'all are intensely doing this, but you ask the question, how do you go about doing it? I, again, everything I do is in, in love. I feel like if you're moving in love, if you're chastising your child in love, then that's the way it is. Even sometimes, and I know this isn't popular, sometimes you might have to pop a child, right, physically, just to really get their attention, to snap them out of, of the craziness. Now, I'm not saying we got to run up on anybody and, and do anybody any bodily harm, but I'm just saying if you're moving in love, I think that's the only way to really give any kind of guidance or restriction on it because I do see some people that do it for the clicks and the likes, mm -hmm. right? Because they know they can they can draft off somebody else's platform, grow their platform. That's the same shit, though. I mean, in, in, in a way, they're just still being very opportunistic and just trying to go after it. And I, and I get it. You know, it's, it's like if I do this, if I point out this person, then I can draft off some of their stuff so I can get more followers and then I can get more money. But at the end of the day, if you're looking at your child and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this so I can profit off of you, that's not really right, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I make a lot of reference to children because I was a teenage dad. So the thing I've been doing the longest is probably being a parent, right? So I relate a lot of things back to that. But I just really feel like if you're moving in love, I think that's the way you should do it. I think, and if you're really moving in love, you won't even violate some of the some of the the guidelines or some of the the boundaries that some of these other people do when they're just doing it for clout. And again, that's subjective, right? That's mm -hmm. subjective. Everybody's going to look at it a bit, a bit differently, but that's kind of my guiding compass. I'm not I'm not really trying to draft off anybody else's clout. I don't care if one person sees it or a million people see it. I just want to put positivity out there and say, hey, like you said, this is the clean glass. Because the problem is a lot of people see the clean glass and the dirty glass, but their eyeballs is, is muddy. And so they can't tell a difference. It's, a, it's something that you said before, and I thought it was funny. You said the problem is that. So a lot of this is just the following people that create these kind of content is when you think about why, are, why do certain people, why are they attracted to this kind of stuff, right? When they know that a lot of these shortcuts, right, are problematic. And you said that a lot of us have, uh, I forgot the term you said, you said drug dealer morals or something like that. You said, I we, got, we got lottery ticket syndrome. We got drug dealer morals. Um, we got a lot of, and listen, I'm not attacking us, the community, mm -hmm. right? Because part of that is the condition that we've been brought up in. Yes. But at some point we got to say, listen, Willie Lynch wasn't our folks, but we still follow Willie Lynch's program. Mm -hmm. And this shit ain't the shit. This ain't yeah. the way to go. Yeah. And before y'all send a comment that Willie Lynch wasn't real, we understand that. But it's, we the, understand it's, Willie Lynch it's, it's the idea. It's the idea, yeah. right? So <laughs> here's, here's a couple things about what you said. One, mm -hmm. uh, if you attack the idea and, 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 de and defraud the idea, eventually the person will get defrauded, right? So you you if, if they keep putting out fraudulent information and you keep correcting it, like Jim is saying, dirty glass. Will show itself right because if you if you you don't have to never say their name but if you got to keep correcting the same person over and over and over and over again eventually you're like yo like damn like every time this person put out information 
somebody else got to come behind them and correct it or or fix it up in some kind of way right so it's not even you'll never have to say another person's name to 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 get that person to understand where they keep making a mistake at right because personal finance is personal sometimes people can do the stuff that they talk in the box on these videos but it's not generally acceptable right here's the thing core real quick and not to cut you off sometimes some of the uh the ideas or or, or things they share they do work right they work short term but the but the risk reward what kind of risk it's, are you taking? what is it worth what is it worth to you overall yes. to do what you're talking about right so my 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 way to attack that stuff is to one educate the people around me so they know that it's fugazi mm -hmm. right because then that insulates my personal circle from the, the bull the bs right start charity starts at home to insulate the people around you from the bs then to, on a larger scale you know to educate the, the, a larger family of people right so education is my way like look that person said xyz how it really works in real life for 95 percent of people is this way boom and then you know at that point then people got decisions to make right you can't carry that weight for people so you know, me being a teacher I'm, I'm used to people rejecting good ideas right i am <laughs> that's the business you <laughs> when i have all the information and you have none of the information i'm used to people rejecting the actual right information and so i don't get discouraged when people reject the right information the first time right so you just keep giving them the right information and then eventually they'll say damn and or eventually they'll try it and see that <laughs> like oh he was right you know what yeah. i mean and so yeah. i don't even i don't get i don't muddy my hands with names i don't do no videos about uh whatever that you know what i mean not that you doing it the wrong way i just i don't see myself i don't have that kind of time right well no no but see here's the thing though right the reason i was the one to talk to kamar because like it, i don't know whether uh something like really like uh snapped him over the last couple of weeks but like um you know it must have been a video or something that he saw but he started like no it no, wasn't one no, no, I'm what I'm saying is something led up to this because I know <laughs> that he's always felt this way. But one of the things that we talk about, like off, off, offline, is like um, we're in a unique situation. Like, so we're three black men, right? And we we care about the community. So one of the things we don't want to do is um, attack people. attack people, right? You never want to attack people because listen, man, sometimes people don't know what they don't know, right? I've seen I people put stuff. I've seen people put stuff up, and I and I'll shoot a message or say something, and they like, oh man, I didn't know that. You know what, what? I mean? But so the question is now if I, if I tell you that and then you, you you go back a month later and do it again then it's a you know that's a whole different situation right because, I mean, no no I was say, so listen y'all know I feel this way yeah right we've had and this might be insider baseball but I'll say it, we've had kind of blow-ups in our group in our family over my feelings over some of these fogazi ass people mm -hmm. right so you know just being fully transparent now Let's talk about the elephant in the room. I'm pretty sure you're like, well, Kamari did that reaction video to the one with the ball. 
Yeah. Um, no. I, I'll, I'll say his name. I'll put it. No, but my thing is, it's not about nobody's name because you did a couple videos. And if, hey, here's the thing. If you oh, know I thought you were talking about that one in particular. No, no, but if you, no. No, you did a couple videos, but here's the thing. If yeah. you want to know who Kamari's talking about, go to Kamari's Instagram page. She <laughs> follow the finance rebel. Follow the finance rebel. Listen, the, opinion, the opinions of Kamari Ellis are that of Kamari Ellis and don't reflect that of the people on Bottomhood. All right, no, let's, that's not let's true. Our opinions are very, very alike. We just don't say names. I know, yeah, I know, yeah, but, but I'm saying my opinion fine. here is is mine yeah. and not y'all's. But Kamari, the thing I'm saying is like we're in a, a, a situation, right? Some people don't care, right? And and that's fine because everybody has to move the way they want to move. So even people that chastise others for the wrong stuff, I don't get mad at them either. Like we are all men, and you know there's decisions and consequences, and that's fine. But you know, and I guess it's probably again the way I was raised, like the village minded, right? You you, you correct someone, but I was raised the same way. But you have to be careful on how you do that. And, but I was also raised that. But I struggle with that too, though, right? I struggle with that too because when you see someone causing harm, you want to, you know, say something repeatedly and intentionally. It's an internal yeah. struggle, right? Which is why I, I wanted to have this conversation because. So I was I was raised community minded as well, right? But I was also raised that. See something, say something. Right, and I was yes. also raised that you have to defend your people. No, you're and right. So, but, that's, but that's why I said it's a constant struggle, and, and, and it's a struggle for me too. Like real rap. Like, I mean, listen, I'll I'll, I'll talk about some things without saying any names because I, I get it, Jim. You don't you don't want to go down that path. But I'm gonna say this, right? One of the things that I'm battling with personally is like sometimes when I make these videos, I'm really making them for my son, my 28 year old son, mm. who comes to me. I'll say this one name. Yesterday, he comes to me and says, Dad, I think I should get some life insurance. Why, son? Why should you get some life insurance? Because I saw this video of Waka Flocka talking about I need to get some uh, life insurance, cash value life insurance, so I can be the bank. I'm like, son, that strategy is great. But like Meek Mill said, like all the video games say, there's levels to this. So you got to clear one level, and then you got to get to the next level. You ain't at that level yet. So yeah, Walker can sell two million into, I think he said an IUL, index universal life policy, mm -hmm. and it can be coming back for you and pull it out. But if you only got fifty dollars every time <laughs> you get paid extra, you don't even need to think about none of that. And what I and I mean again, I'm pulling from my experience in financial services, um, in accounting and tax, the whole nine. There are people, brokers agents who will go out and sell policies preying on people because they have great sales skills not great servant skills not great stewardship skills they have great sales skills and they will convince that old lady to part ways with that fifty dollars and then now it's gone and then it's so into a product so, that so, they don't need i want to so, push so on that Kamari, from experience i, I, I want to ask yeah. i want to ask a question about that so what would you tell your son all right Say you're not saying that your son only has fifty dollars at the end of every check, but let's say he only has that fifty dollars, right? And he does want to get life insurance. So what's what's your? Well, it I depends mean, upon how many other. It's like a, a, no, 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 so, variables. No, no, no. We we gonna we gonna have cash a couple of You talking about we, cash value life insurance? So if you can't afford that cash value life insurance, and so, you want something to protect your family, you got fifty dollars. What do you do? So what I told my son that I'm going to do, and so this is also the male-male dynamic, the yep. father and son dynamic that's at play too. And my son has a daughter. I'm going to buy his insurance for him, and I'm going to buy him a cash value policy to protect him in the case that he does pass. Mm -hmm. 
Because I told him literally yesterday that if something were to happen to you, who's going to help take care of your baby girl? It's probably going to be me and your mom. And he's like, well, you act like she ain't got a mom. I said, yeah, but you're out of the equation now. So that's my family. I'm not going to see my family out on the street. So I'm going to step up. I said, you already know I'm going to step up. But my son also, again, it's father-son dynamics at play. So he likes to pop fly a little bit because he knows he can get under my skin. Yeah. I also raised my son. So I was, I hate using this term, but I was a single dad for a long time or custodial parent for a long time, right? Because I'm not trying to disrespect his mother. But so I feel like I kind of look at it a little bit differently. He has my name. I'm like, listen, you got to move in a certain way. You got to do certain things. Mm -hmm. You got to get it together. And so sometimes he's pushing back on that. But that's what I tell him, Corey. I was like, listen, I'm going, I'll pay for his policy. But he's like, but what if I want to get my own policy? It's probably not in your best interest right now, son. You need to focus on your stuff, what your plan is right now. But I got, I got this part because I'm trying to be, I'm not trying, I'm being a covering for my family. That's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Guess what? Your time is going to come because I'm not always going to be here. So get ready. I want to add a couple things to this conversation, right? First off, um, none of this is investment advice at all, right? You know, this is my personal story. This is his personal story, educational, informational purposes only. It's not investment advice, but I do want to put something, um, add some little bit to this conversation. When I had a securities license, insurance license, and I've had those licenses, one of the reasons I let them go is because I worked in multiple firms, and what I recognize in that, um, that part of my journey is specific firms made a certain amount of money selling certain products. And I also went to school for finance. So I wasn't someone who, and there's no disrespect to anybody when I say this, I wasn't someone who just went and got a license and started practicing. I have a business degree and I actually went and got a license after having a degree. Anyway, with all that being said, one of the, the, the most simple lessons I learned about personal finance is that it is in fact personal. There is no one size fits all approach. But every firm that I went to work with, with my professional licenses, were always pushing one product or another. Right? Spray or pray. Spray or pray. Shoot them down. Sit, it didn't sit right with me to the point where I let the whole let the license go, left that whole business alone because I understood that um, you can't just. It's not a one size fits all approach where everybody gets an IUL, everybody gets a VUL, everybody gets term. Right? You know. Sometimes that could be wrong for a person, depending upon where they're at in terms of their finances, right? There is no one size fits all approach. So I totally get that. And you see a lot of that getting back to our main conversation on here because people are working for firms where they're making what we used to call RIP, like what's your RIP, which is your commission. They're making these high RIPs because they're selling this specific product and they're making these IG videos, YouTube videos. This is the way that, and then the, the one that makes me laugh the most is I'm going to share a secret that the rich don't want you to know. Oh, that's the funniest one in the world to me, right? Because I know a lot of wealthy people and they love to tell you what they do. They don't want to hide anything because, anything because they have egos. They want to tell you exactly what it is they did. But, you know, so I find these kind of things funny, but a lot of times I don't say anything because some most of the time if I'm consuming content, it's from someone that looks like me. And, you know, it's a thin line. You, you know, I don't care about the whole thing. Like, oh, you just hate me. I don't care about that. But I also don't want to be on the record, like, you know, talking dirty about another black man. Cause that's just not what I'm here for. Um, no, I feel you. Yeah, I feel yeah, you. Yeah, but I, I, and you know, I feel the same way. Right. But I also got to go back to the elder who schooled us all. Chuck D told us every brother ain't a brother. No, so, but you're right though, because there's a thin line because you also got to protect the masses. Right. So that's where that constant struggle comes in. Especially yep. when someone consistently 
says things that can get people like, listen, man, I've seen people have those folks knock on their door at 5 a.m. in the morning and no one wants that. And you think you just follow some advice you heard from I, somebody I was folks. <laughs> Say, it's me. I'm folks. <laughs> no, no. But, and you don't want that because you're just following the advice that you heard off an IG video. First of all, everybody has to learn to do their own due diligence, right? Um, but a lot of people, man, just follow information you know, blindly. If and you've you never had 50 cops run down on your door, fully armed, and pull your family out your crib at 5 a.m. on a Sunday morning, you don't want no part of that, dog. No parts. And another part of this, though, Kamari, and I'm pretty sure you get this, too, is a lot of times people follow this advice, get themselves in trouble, and then they come to me, you, or whoever. I was, I was on that. To help fix it, that. right? To help fix it. Um, and so again, I was going to tell you, one prong is my son. Just being transparent, one prong is with a major guru who burned me for some cash, right? So it is personal. And then three is that part, Jimmy. Like, I'm going to say this. Probably the father of all this social media bullshit is probably Robert Kiyosaki with Rich Dad Poor Dad. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of people come to me and say, Kamari, I followed this corporation. I don't know what to do with it. And then the IRS is sending me letters. Mm -hmm. And what it, what was his thing? Get a corporation. I mean, since the 90s, get a corporation. Get a corporation. And it's like, yeah, but nah, what does your corporation do? What kind of money does it bring in? What kind of, you know, what? how was it set up? Like, who set Man, this up? I knew someone followed an online guru, and they got like 10 LLCs they set up just to get lines of credit on them joints. And now they're getting letters from the IRS because they didn't file taxes on all of them. Yeah. And now yeah. they're getting I get those a lot. put yeah. on those things. And I'm like, well, what did you follow them off for? What business are you actually running? You're in the business of just getting lines of credit. Yeah. Yes. You know, but but again, now the IRS running down on you because now they like, all right, you got all these businesses now. What you doing with them? Like, where's where that money going? Where is yeah. it going? Right? Yeah. Because now you got ten businesses and you opened up lines of credits on each one of those ten businesses. Now the IRS want to know where did that money go that you opened up those that that those lines of credit for? Where did that money go? Because I mean, went to, spent the money, but where it did it go? It went to open up the next business and, and you know do some do some uh, flossy videos, right? Like, so yo, y'all tripping. You I'm like, how much are you paying your accountant <laughs> if you are filing these? Like, how much are you paying your accountant? They don't even think about the accountant now, because a lot of times they don't think about the accountant, they don't think about the lawyer. A lot of times they will file these LLCs, S corps, corporations, with no with no guidance, no advice, no nothing, mm -hmm. and they just do it. And so then they get ass out. And like you said, Cordy, you got the IRS running down on you for something that was really preventable. But here's, here's something, take, right? Take, take it, let me, let me, before you go there, take advice from somebody who got ran down on by almost every three letter. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> yo, I got ran down on by the IRS. All right, man, save it for the book, man. Don't, 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 yo, don't, don't. I, listen, and the crazy part is, I've never been to jail. But, but that's only because, like, of ignorance, right? Like, only because I was dumb ignorant. And they were just like, yo, we're not even going to put you in jail. You're just dumb. Yeah, you probably you stupid. probably got lucky a little bit, too. I did. <laughs> like, just because I was dumb ignorant, though, they were just like, yo, like, yo. But again, right, that's what, that, uh, you, you got ran down by paperwork gangsters because your paperwork wasn't right, right? Because you didn't know what you didn't know. And, and because... I was caught in the middle of some stuff. Like they was just listen. One time they ran it down. It wasn't my fault. Every other time, yeah, I did exactly what they said I did. And the thing <laughs> is, I didn't even lie. I was like, yeah, I did that. Like, and that's probably why I ended up in jail. They was just like, you know what? Like, all right, just go ahead and pay these 
you know, fines and stuff. But it had me to the point where at a time in my life, I had $300 to my name. After I had built up massive hundreds of thousands of dollars, I had $300 to my name. They took everything but 300 bucks, man. I, I was living on $300. Yeah. So at a point, so don't don't think that like you not that you can't be touched and all this other crazy stuff. Like they will come get you. They took and they chicken, not gonna right? do a lot of talking when they come get you. Mm-hmm. Right. They're gonna send you the letter, they're gonna send folks out for you, and then they're gonna expect you to be having the money ready when they come to get you, or they're gonna put you behind bars. So don't like for me, I had the money because I'm not one of those people who spend stuff on. You know, I wasn't getting the money, the, the flaws, you know yeah. what I mean, and, and, and play around with. And like, I was really trying to do legitimate stuff, but I was getting the money in illegitimate fashion. Yeah, so, but what I'm you know, saying is to, 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 they took your money though. Oh, they took it all. They yeah. took everything. And that's the, but that, that's getting back to the conversation, right? You do these things and you think that you're getting ahead. And, and you know, it goes back to what Kamari said about the lottery ticket mentality. But they come take it all anyway, right? Because you got it, you know, and, and a lot of times people don't want to hear about the proper ways to do things because it's not fast. It's not a microwave thing, right? And when I say, and to that point, Jimmy, right? When I say clean glass, dirty glass, they can't see either glass because they got mud in their eyes. And yeah. so that mud is that get rich quick mentality, which in my opinion is doing our whole community a disservice. And we could talk about the history of it and how it was created and how the streets got here and all that. But at the end of the day, it's not here for us, for us to be great. Um, so, and I think people don't realize that. Yeah, you know, one of the things that you talk about often is we talk about wealth and we talk about um, holistic wealth. You talk about culture and yeah. how culture is a part of it. Um, and and we've even seen things like there was, there was certain, I saw you react to a, uh, a certain comment um, that someone made about like Haiti and that history. Oh, man. And oh, classic. That's Pat. We're going to name names on that one. Pass the key on. Yeah, right. Because I'm going to be honest, right? Again, just put my heart on the sleeve. I thought he was going to be special. And what I mean by special is a big problem with the church is that most of them practice what I call white, white Jesus theology. Our community needs black Jesus theology. What that means is. Christianity is an African religion, but it's been bastardized by the Europeans. And that's what that's been force fed to our community. So some of the stuff, because we don't really research and go into it and really look at it. We just go on what Pastor said. We don't do the deep, deep dive research. And so when Pastor Keon says, oh, Haiti, Haiti's in a bad condition because they practice voodoo. Oh, because they... Adopted the spirit of voodoo, but he didn't take the time to break down where voodoo comes from, how it's African spirituality practice. He didn't talk about any of that just because they do that. And it's not Christianity to to bolster themselves up. And I feel personally, all this social media stuff is really whitewashed Eurocentric BS um, because it's all about getting rich fast. It's all about getting the money. It's never really about the people. And what, in my opinion, what Pastor Keon did is kind of what all these social media gurus do. He said that to further his position. I understand you want to make a good argument. You want to make a good presentation. But there should always be facts there. Facts matter. And what he did was he just lied. He didn't talk about how Haiti got ran out on because they got their freedom. And France was pressing them. And Britain was pressing them for years. 
because they didn't want to be slaves anymore. He didn't talk about how Haiti basically made a way for the United States to be this nation that it is, because if it wasn't for the Haitian Revolution, there would have been no Louisiana Purchase. But again, that's history. That's nerdism. That's too much stuff. You actually read, right? Like when people you when you when you people actually read, you can't say that kind of stuff, right? Because you if you actually read anything about the history of black people and especially about the history of black people in Haiti, you can't even fix your mouth to say nothing like that. So but here's the thing, people. Corey, not to cut you off. We're talking about black folks, right? There is this spirit of black folks that have been installed by white people to say only care about the United States. Put America above blackness, and that's it. I was raised different. I was raised to look at African people across the diaspora or across the globe. You can't, you want, you wouldn't dare fix your mouth to say anything like that if you know what our history really looks like. You couldn't fix your mouth to say no craziness that he's. I mean, now, Corey, hold on, hold on. Let me but say what, something real quick. What, I, but, what, I, but what I'm saying is, if you're a lot of us, clicks, likes, right? Even yes. if you know better, sometimes you'll still go there because that's you know still, how it Well, then you trash. And then we can, we can just say that. Right, because if you know it and then you don't, you know better and you still don't do better, then you trash. So, all right, here's a question: say he don't know better. So, if I these people say he don't know better, then say that he knows better and won't do better. I won't. I don't want to say that about my brother. For the all record, right. I believe he knows better. I've watched a lot of his stuff. The brother's smart. Number two, if we're going to declare a person trash, should they be defended? Should they be the behind the shield? Of us and he's well, still, we he's still a black man, right? So he got like everybody. My, my thing is, he's not unredeemable. So we don't just throw people away, right? You throw, you know, like when I say trash, I mean that ideal is trash. I'm not saying him as a human I, being. I know, I know what you mean. So what I'm saying is, he's redeemable. You can't just throw him away and say he's never done anything good. Like, see, my problem with a lot of social media is right, is that we expect imperfection, right? So my thing is, you can fix it, right? If you know better and you can fix it and then you don't fix it and you continually do the same stuff, that's where you're having your problem. And that's exactly where I have my problem. But what I'm saying is, like, for that one moment, I'm not going to say he's unredeemable. I'm going to say that right there is stupid and it's trash. So I believe in redemption as well. Right. But I got to We. This is the question we have to start asking ourselves. What's the line where a person is no longer redeemable? When they keep, when you can't tell them nothing, you can't, you can't, you can't talk to that person, right? So at, at the person, at the time where you can't, you know, if you, if they cannot be corrected, then they, they're not redeemable, right? Because redeemable, being redeemable is about learning from the mistakes you made and not keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, right? So at the point where you can see that they never going to change, then you know that they're not redeemable. A lot, of us right. operate, a lot of us operate in bubbles, right? Where we well, that, get, oh, like, hold on, Jimmy. I, I want to yeah, ask yeah, a yeah. follow up question real quick, though, right? You got it. Some of us are at different stages, right? So some of us can't course correct right away. It might take years for them to, the light bulb to come on in their brain. At what point do we say, you know what? The light bulb's not coming on anytime soon and they're not redeemable. Because I think that's these are the questions we got to start asking. And, and, and my thing is, I can't tell you when that moment is. I can t- say for me that I, I like to look at the whole body of work that people have, right? You can be an idiot and a, and a savant at the same time, right? I'm an idiot about a lot of stuff, like a lot of uh, financial stuff. That's why I have to ask, right? 
But there are things that I'm good at that 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 I can say that very few people are better than me at, right? So I'm, you know, I make a lot of mistakes. So I don't try to put people in a box where I don't allow for them to to grow, right? Because the, the thing about social media is, especially if you grow up in the limelight, is it doesn't allow people to grow, right? I've watched people do terrible things in their youth when I was a kid. And right now, they are, they are the stand-up people in our community because they know exactly how destructive yeah. the things that people 1, do. 1,000%. 1,000%. Right? And so they the people that are standing in the gaps because they know exactly how. But it took them 10, 15 years to get there because they had to go through that whole process and experience that. And, and, do, and through that process, now that they become the men, the stand-in men, the stand-up men, that we need in these communities, right? Men and women, men and women. Um, no, we, we were just talking about men, but I, I know, know I know, about. I know, and yeah. I agree with you. But I I, that, that's why that's why it's so hard, right? Because I do believe in redemption, right? I, I mean, listen, all of us came up in that era, and the era I'm talking about is the crack era, and we all saw that. We we mm-hmm. saw it. We saw what Jimmy calls it the the, the, the horribles. The, the worst of the worst or act like the worst of the worst yeah. and they were able to turn themselves around so I get that but I, there are some people I, I, I'm still battling with this to be honest there's some people though I feel like that are unredeemable at this point no and that's why I like that listen that's why I like to have this conversation we're trying to figure things out and you know I like to run things by you guys because I trust you guys opinion Um, but it's it's interesting because I feel like there's like two ideologies right one of the things that, and we talk about this often, we talk about the autobiography of Malcolm X, right? And we talk about what part of that book resonates with us. And I always say the thing that I learned from that book is when you get new information, how you can do an about face because you have more information, right? And I think that's one way of approaching things. I've been accused of this. Like, you told me this was good before, but now this. I'm like, well, I have more information. I study. I continuously study Same and learn. Yeah, so things change, right? My, my opinion changed with the information I got. Specifically in finance, one product could be great today and then tomorrow it could be the worst because things change, right? So, That's a so fact. But you have to get more information and be willing to change. But then I think there's the other ideology. There's a Slim Charles ideology, right? If it's a lie, lie. If it's a lie we're going to fight on that lie. And I've seen people adopt that too. Like they know they're wrong, but they're going to continuously fight on that lie because that's their ideology, right? Some so it's not to say that everybody's bad because some people will course correct and realize the mistake that they've made. And there's people who are huge followers who I've talked to on the phone and they're like, Yo, I'm off that right now. I learned my lesson. You know what I mean? So it's like, and again, I'm not putting names out there either, but I've actually had those conversations. But man, but so everybody look at it though. If they run up a bag doing people, it the wrong way, if they running up a bag doing it the wrong way. They're getting rewarded for for bad behavior. So yeah, but sometimes cool. people just genuinely don't know. Like, so a lot of times in this space, you find people that what say, "I'm Look, saying is, some I of started investing in 2017, is because of the money. They're not course correcting because they're getting a bag for not course correcting. Some people. I no, mean, listen, two things, two two opposite things can be true at the same time, and what y'all both are saying is is one thousand percent true. But there's a there's a person who was outed for giving out illegal information that could potentially get other people jammed up, came out, said, sorry, my bad. Right. And then did it again. And And so, and again, (laughs) right. And so that, that's where I'm like, we ain't kids no more. Right. Mm -hmm. We not five, we not 15, we 35, 40 plus at this point. 
our error for margin is very, very slim at this point. Mm-hmm. And the way that the man is coming after us, we are at war. We yeah. we don't have to, like if we really start to follow some wartime protocols, a lot of people will be shot and hung for treasonous activities. Woo. Listen, they and so that's all I'm saying. saying. That's why I'm like, we gotta we gotta start looking at this because y'all both admit and say that we are at war. Yeah, no, absolutely. But there, hey, there was someone listen, that recently I've been saying jail, that right? for the last. I know. Years. I know. There was someone recently, um, a social media influencer who just went to jail for fraud, real estate fraud, like literally, like. And, and that's the thing. So, and I, and I think a lot of times what people don't understand is them folks will, I mean, listen, look at that, the recent case, the YSL case, right? They sat on them for 10 years. 10 years. Rico, built a RICO case for, for, 10 for something years. that they didn't even do. Yeah, if, but I'm, my point of that is bringing that up is they sat on them for 10 years. Sometimes people think like, oh man, this is working to Corey's point. I'm getting rewarded for this bad behavior. Them, listen, man, them folks know. They know everything, man. So, But that's the culture that they have ingested and been force-fed, um, and it ain't our culture. That's why I keep saying that. That, that ain't our values. Now, we have adopted those values, and just like any time you adopt anything that's poisonous or bad for you, it's going to create a bad result. But at some point, we got to say, all right, we need a flush. <laughs> we need an evidence. Speaking, yeah, speaking, of, speaking, of, speaking of cap and lies, um, what we say back in the clubhouse days, let me reset the room real quick. Oh, like, Lord, so, so let me let me <laughs> let me reset the room up because here's where I want to go with this conversation before we get out of here. We talked about what the problems are. We know that all of us struggle with how to respond to some of this nonsense. What are, what are the solutions, right? So what are the solutions? What having this conversation? How can we um what can we do to to kind of like improve and, and do better for our people? What are the solutions that you guys think we should be implementing? Honestly, we're already doing them. I mean, we preaching. We both are preaching to the choir here. Yeah. We do what we supposed to do. Okay, right? Y'all got the camp, mm-hmm. right? What did I tell you? Damn, I was thinking about doing a camp too. Any way I can help out, jump in. Just, yes. just call me, and I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Not a problem. Right? When you call me, if this is last minute. You call me. I say, oh, Jimmy, this ain't about nothing. Let's go. Yeah, let's go now. Yes. If I had something, yeah, it'd be different, but. Mm-hmm. Call anytime, whatever. That's what it's supposed to be. So we already doing what we supposed to do. Yeah, but we brothers, we brothers in the same struggle, <laughs> right? But I mean, I know we we got to talk about the audience, right? So what should happen? Listen to reputable people, and then when you find those reputable people, research those reputable people, and then when I, Corey, Jimmy, Tracy, Courtney, Malik, anybody says anything, research it. Anybody mm-hmm. else, research it, because yeah. I know we all say that, right? Yeah. research our shit and that's that's the one thing that i love about us is like all our stuff is coming from a place of education or experience or mm-hmm. both and we're not afraid for somebody to go do fact checking on us ain't none of us trump ain't none of us screaming fake news we're saying go get it go look at it and then we can discuss it further and i think that's what has to happen but for that to happen folks really have to stop being intellectually lazy mm-hmm. okay Corey, you got any thoughts on that I mean, I already, I already see. I don't really like to say what I really think about people because then it'll get me in trouble. So, what are you not being honest, brother? I, all right, so I'm just going. <laughs> I 
think people are stupid, right? So I think the vast majority of people are stupid because they don't read, right? So, we just like, said the same thing, but you just said yeah, you said a whole different way. A whole you different way. Just, like you, you made me say it. So you said I wasn't being honest. So I'm just gonna say it. I think the vast majority of people are stupid because they don't read, right? And because they don't read, they they keep falling for the same okie doke and, and the same tricks, right? And so. They can keep running the same play over and over again because nobody recognizes the play because nobody reads. Nobody knows. Like they, 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 they listen to the word of, of some other dude. Of some of I'm just gonna say they listen to the European word instead of the black people word about what our ancestors, what our who our ancestors were. Right, our ancestors were hated, and 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 and, and, and not they were not loved. Right. And they were unpopular because they were trying to do the right thing for the people at the time and at the at the at the in the space that they were in. And so when you have an ignorant base and somebody who's trying to to up to take that veil of ignorance away, people don't want that, right? People like to live blissfully in their ignorance. But I think it's values though, Core, because I like let's let's see. No, 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 no. Let me let me let me finish. Let me let me let me let me finish this thought out. Right. So when people like to live blissfully in their ignorance and you try to take that veil of ignorance, it's like trying to take a blanket from a three year old. Right. If, if a three, if you give a three year old a blanket and they become comfortable with that blanket and you try to take it from them, even if they try to wash the blanket and give it back to them, you're going to meet resistance. Right. And that's how I look at our people. I look at our people like a three year old holding a blanket. Right. And so we got to get rid of that, that mentality of, we that dependent mentality right let's go do some research on the things that we you know let's become the people that we want to be right and i know it's hard to do research like when you got three jobs and three kids and you working 20 hours a day and you trying to sleep like if i'm working 20 hours a day and i'm feeding my family when the hell am i supposed to read and my answer to that is if you don't educate yourself your family is always going to be in danger right and so the, the first the first thing we got to do is educate ourselves, right? And so let's let's educate ourselves about who people and especially our ancestors really were. And let's do some reading, right? And get reading, get reading material from reputable sources, right? And then we can be we can start to overcome a lot of this stuff, right? Because a lot of the way I am is because I've read about what our ancestors have been through and what this country has done to the people that look like me. And so this is why I don't trust nothing that come out of the mouths of European people. I don't trust anything that comes. But I want to add something to that conversation, though, Core, because I think that I understand where you're coming from, but we got to be honest too. A lot of our ancestors were trash. They always they been agents. They've been agents. But you can read. And you can, you, my thing you know is, I mean? Like, so it's not, it's not a new thing. This is not a new thing. They've you can find been. that out if you read, though. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm just saying, you like, you know, our ancestors, I think a lot of times we tend, and I'm not talking about you, Corey. I'm saying in general, we tend to romanticize. Like, the, But there was a lot of... Um, oh, um, we had a gang of trash ancestors. But the thing is, you can figure out that they were trash if you can, if you read. Right, you don't know if they were trash or not, right? Like, so let's let's say somebody controversial, right? Let, let's just say if some, let's just say not not controversial. Let's just say Marcus Garvey, right? Well, depending on who you're talking about, talking to, he could be either trash or he could be the greatest black man. No, that's absolutely no, that's true. That's true. That's right? true. It's right. If you listen to if you listen to some people, they tell you that Martin Luther King was trash behind scene behind the scenes. But then you look at his body of work above the scenes, or you or 
or you could say Mega Evers, or you could say this this Kwame No, Chico, I understand that, but I'm just a thousand of our ancestors. You can do it about anybody, right? It all depends upon your vantage point, right? So you know, um, it's so it's a line from uh let's just say Muammar Gaddafi, right? If you listen to some people, they'll tell you that Muammar Gaddafi was the worst dude in the the absolute worst dictator and tyrant in the world. But if you if you look at his body of work. He did a lot of things for the, the African community and the American community here that nobody wants to talk about. Now, I understand right? that. But listen, hear me out, though. All I'm saying is it, it's a line from Scandal where um, the, the dude Cyrus Beam says, everybody's right and everybody's wrong. Just depends upon your vantage point, right? And just what he was saying is, to your point, depending upon who you talk to, you get these different stories. But I just want to make sure that when people say that, because a lot of times we tell people, read and do your research. But I think that one of the things we got to do in getting to the solutions part is to actually show people how to do that, right? Because it's one thing, yeah, yeah, how to read, read. how to research, right? Because we say that all the time, but you could, to your point, core, you go read the wrong thing, and you may end up worse off than before you started, right? So we have to learn how to figure out like who's funding this, where's this thing coming from, and, and I think that's a whole um, language or, or conversation that no one's having at all. It's wow. easy to take, and that includes us. Like we always say, yeah, yeah, for sure. Thing is, you got to read and take notes, right? Go you got to read and take notes, but you also, I think, to Jimmy's point, right? You got to read opposing views. So one thing is saying the sky yes. is blue. Yes, you got to find another book that says the sky is red, because normally there's something that's overlapping that's called the truth in between. And no, a lot of us don't do that. But my dad is so funny. I think I've told you the story before. My dad says most people are functionally illiterate. They are, or, or functionally, yeah, functionally illiterate. It's I'm, like, I'm a teacher. I can tell you that ninety, like ninety percent of the students that I have can't read past the sixth grade. And I'm, in, I teach a place that is, is that that starts at sixth grade. But what I want to say, what I want to say to Kamari is that, like, um, it's it's man, this is a heavy conversation because. It's not just about reading; it's about comprehension, right? So that's right. It's easy to tell people to read, and we all fall victim to that. Go do your research, but how do you actually research? How do you figure out? And I think that most of us tend to live in a bubble, and because the first time someone says something that we disagree with, we're quick to block them or throw them away. Block it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Like one of the things I like to do is to go find someone that has a completely difference of opinion than so I So that I can figure out what to go read. <laughs> well, not just that. Also, I also, if I do have a strong view, it helps to strengthen my view. Because if you're telling me that this is wrong, A, B, and C, I want to know what is my response to A, B, and C, right? Can I have a response to A, B, and C? I get this a lot. I get this a lot, of spe- specifically in my beliefs and my, my opinion of, like, say, Bitcoin, right? I get a lot of that. I oh, love man. reading. I love reading the people that feel completely opposite as I do. If for nothing else to help, like you know, further defend your um, position exactly, right? But I think yeah. a lot of us tend to live in a bubble. So you can go further it. down the rabbit hole because, yeah, that's what happens. But what I tend, what I see is, and in, in talking to people in our community, we have a community of hundreds and hundreds of folks that a lot of times, if someone says something they don't like, like yo, I'm blocking them. They just like they like will tumble out there, and they end up in um, a bubble where all they're a hearing is people. Read, yeah, you, exactly. And I think that's part of the issue too. And I think that's what you were talking about, Kamari, right? I'm all of that. Right. It's it's all of that. And it's again, it's sad, man, because, you know, I love black people. I mean, like, I really, really love black people. Mm-hmm. But I got to be honest, some days, man, when we look at everything that's going on, I'm like, how are we going to win when we ain't right with that? 
I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. And, and it's like, if we ain't going to get right within, I mean, I know it's woo-woo. I got, a, I got another brother who I'm going to do a broadcast with because, you know, he's just like, we just got to lock up all these vagrants and all these criminals. And I'm like, y'all, like, you know, some of these people are redeemable, right? And he's like, Kamari, all you think is go back to Africa and everything's good. I'm like, no, but if a person really doesn't have a purpose, a sense of self, they're always going to be wayward. They're never going to be productive. And so where do we start? And I feel like that's where we're at now. It's like we got, we had slavery, Jim Crow, y'all know the history, right? Mm -hmm. But then we had the whole war on drugs where we locked up all these men and women and we got all these, well, the crack baby thing is kind of a lie, but we had that real void there. And now we're starting to see that because those are the kids that are on the street now, but nobody's talking about that. Yeah, we need a war on Instagram. That's what we need. But, but, and, and, and listen, I know, I know, um, you know, uh, that folks feel the way that, you know, the brother you're speaking of. And I, it's not that they're wrong, though. That's the thing. I can't even consider, I can't just say you're wrong, right? I have a difference of opinion, but I see why someone would get to that point. I, I can see why, why somebody would get to that point, but at the same time, I find that those people that take that position don't have a holistic view on blackness, not Americanized blackness, but blackness. They couldn't have seen with the war on drugs started by... No, this person this person absolutely saw it. That's why it, it boggles my mind. And this is a like, good you, friend of mine. You see the, the destruction of the, fa- of, the, of, the, of the fabric of the family that we have here because, like, People will talk about a lot about um, uh, family values and, 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 and what people should and shouldn't do, right? I don't really like to talk about family values, right? Because my family it's values, subjective. yeah, it's subjective, right? But the thing about it is, is that there is a standard, right? And my standard is, I don't want to see our brothers and sisters going to jail when we don't have any power, right? Like my thing is, I don't want the the the, the judge and jury to be somebody who doesn't look like us, right? Because then we can't we can't redeem somebody if those people are the judge and jury, right? And so that's what happened with the war on drugs, right? They they gave these mandatory minimums, right? People were selling a three ounces of three ounces of a, a, a coke or three ounces of a, 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 a what's the name? And they was getting fifty and sixty years, but people were selling pounds of 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 not of um of, of coke. Of coke, but what I'm saying is they were selling. Coke, you're saying coke versus crack because you said coke. coke. Yeah. Coke crack. So yeah, coke versus crack, right? So my thing is, if you if if I got three pounds of coke and I don't go to jail, but I got I got a a, 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 a ounce of crack and I'm going to jail for thirty years for an ounce of crack because you caught me three times because I'm a smoker, right? You catch me three times with crack because I'm a smoker. I got a thirty year bid. But you can't you caught Pablo Escobar over here with three pounds of non-cooked coke. <laughs> you know what I mean? After three months. That don't make so, so, sense. so those are specific things, and I get that, but I think that there's another issue that Kamari talks about all the time, and that to me, he talks about culture, but I want to throw the word values in there too, is because a lot of these issues are the things that we value. When you look at culture, when you look at like but that's what I was saying about my friend. I don't really feel he has a heavy, I'm going to just say Africanized culture. He has an Americanized culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, you know, just for this conversation, I feel like that's a major issue. 
but that's going to take some peeling of the onion to really get to the bottom of it. And I don't know if a lot of people have the patience to do it. Yeah, I mean, because I think I think they're, they're one of the reasons that we um, gravitate towards like things, right? And and things matter to us the way they do is really because of our history. Because we would deny things. Yeah, so it's really because <laughs> of our history. Well, um, not not just deny things, right? But like, I I don't think people really understand just how bad it was. We was denied food, we was denied shelter, we was denied clothing, we were raped. Um, you know when. What's the famous uh, Khalid Muhammad? We were robbed of our name, robbed yeah, of our yeah, religion, yeah. right? Like no, that's I mean, listen, real. That's no, real. we think these things are real. I I literally bought a property and looking at the deed, there's an old deed restriction that says like you know it couldn't be sold to a Negro. You know, yeah. I, I took pride in the fact that I bought it now, so FOH. But but the fact is, this stuff was documented. This isn't like you know um, make believe. The red line. Yeah, it's it's not um it's not make believe. It's real. Um, but I just think that that idea of culture and values is ones that we we have to really talk about that more because man, um, I really ain't want to go into integration and, and all of that kind of stuff. But my but that's my part belief, of it. That's really part of it. Like, but, this, but see, the thing is, my my whole belief system is that integration was the worst thing that we actually did because it wasn't actually integration; it was assimilation because we don't have any power. Right, well, so it can't be integration if you're if you don't have any power. Integration is me taking two things and making them whole and into one. It's not integration when you don't have power. It's assimilation. Well, I it's, think we had desegregation, but we had already assimilated largely, right? Because the assimilation wanted us to integrate. Um, but what what happened was, in my opinion, desegregation, because when Brown versus the Board came through. There was no uh, what was it equal, um, separate but equal. equal. It was never separate but equal. There was no equal in it whatsoever. Yeah, it was just separate. It was just separate, and it's still separate, and it's still not equal to this day. But again, that's a more nuanced thing. Some people are gonna be like, "Y'all just pontificating for the sake of pontificating," but no, the, but these, these all these are things, the things are connected. These are the things that drives a person at the deep level, and I don't think people really understand it. If you believe that. I'm from this land. I don't have a history beyond this land. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a slave. I can't do any better. I don't see any better. My mama calls me a piece of shit. I don't know where my daddy is. My mama's boyfriend calls me a piece of shit. I, well, I believe I'm from this land and I own it. And they they took it. They, they, my history didn't start with slavery. Before we were slaves, we were here. And I don't think my history started with slavery. So what if I think I, America is mine? Yeah, but let's go a little bit deeper, right? Even Africans were here before that, but they came from somewhere else. But people don't even know that part, though, Corey. Think, I don't. Th I don't think I'm saying from somewhere else. I think we were here, and we went other places. Right. I don't think y'all about to have to be arguing about Y'all about to have to be. So I'm gonna chill on that. But but what I want to you know get back getting back to what you were talking about um about the overall conversation is is how you see yourself, right, and and what you value, and I think. That to me is like part of the the biggest thing. We're missing integrity, and right, integrity is Ooh. something that's missing. But one of the reasons that but how can you have integrity when you think you're a piece of shit? Listen, when you but, think you're a nigga, but, how can you really have integrity? <laughs> but that's one of the reasons why um, you know, I understand the importance of now educating the youth is is Corey's let me have me, you know, come to see because um, you know, there's like almost a clean slate, right? It's, it's more of a clean slate to, to get them to have a better understanding as they grow. Because what's interesting is 
a lot of times in our work, we'll ask people what makes them happy, and they have a hard time answering that. Because when they really it's think don't about have it, that same problem. When they really think about it, some of the things that they're chasing and getting back to our main conversation with all of these this fraud and this stuff like that, they're doing it for things. But when they start to really think about those things, they really don't even want them. And you know, I, I, I mean, we had this conversation before, Kamari, and I'm like, yo, people need to really focus on what makes them happy. But I only say that because in having conversation, a lot of people don't know what makes them we happy. Answer that question. And this, this goes from not just kids. I ask kids this, I ask adults this, and a lot of times they have to think, and they don't know. And then when they when they actually come to the realization of what makes them happy, they're not doing anything to to obtain that. They're out here chasing. They they want to get you know um, a Bentley and all this stuff, and they're like, yo, I, at the end of the day, that's what only make me happy. I don't even care about that. So why are you focused on chasing that instead well, of let me ask, over here? Let me ask y'all this: If you've been raised to see that the only thing that the idea of happiness. The idea of beauty, the idea of smart, the idea of courage is all from a European perspective. How can they truly know what's happening? But my thing is, you there, there are simple things that make people happy, right? Being no, 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 you're not answering the question, of course. No, no, no. Yeah, listen, yo, I don't, I don't have an answer. I, I, I was going to end on that. I was going to end on that. That was right? a mic drop. It's, 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 it's to grow answer. up, right? Because I realized that happiness. When, especially when I was a kid, was to be around my family, right? I never wanted to move out of the neighborhood that I grew up in because all the people in my neighborhood take took care of each other, right? Like we had we had men step in, we had women step. Like my grandmother was one of those people who stepped into the void, right? When anytime somebody in my family needed somewhere to stay, they could come stay at our house, right? Anybody, some anytime somebody in our neighborhood was hungry, all you had to do. Is go to a neighbor's house and say you were hungry, and if that neighbor couldn't help you, they would make a phone call and find a neighbor who could, right? Like it wasn't. I never wanted to leave that, right? And then the people who made that environment, the, that environment, they started to pass away, and then the, and, and then you know the, the property started to get ran down, and then the, and, and then the, the kids moved away, right? Because they raised their kids and their kids moved off, right? And so then that that declined, and so now. I don't want to live in that neighborhood anymore, right? So my thing is, it's not just about what makes you, you know, like how do you answer that question? Is what makes you happy is could be very, very simple. You just have to create an environment that makes people happy, right? It's about environment. But how do right? you create that environment where your core foundation is based off of nothing but Eurocentrism? And again, what if that's not what makes someone happy, right? Exactly. So all that's kinds of different that, things exactly. that make people happy. Some people might be happy being away from everybody. I don't want to be near none of y'all. <laughs> but the thing is, you have to figure out what makes you happy. But I get Kamari's point. I don't have an answer for it, though, Kamari. Um, that, that's a lot of work. That's well, like I'll, personal finance. Whatever makes you happy is personal, right? Exactly. But the thing is, you have to create environments where people want, like, you have to create environments and build around people who want to be near you. Right? You got to like, find your tribe. You got to find your tribe, right? Like, if, if one of y'all asked me for something and I have it, you're getting it because mm -hmm. I got it. You know what I mean? We brothers. Yeah. Right? But so, that like, also it, came it, as a result of a lot of other work and sacrifice from my ancestors, right? Jimmy went to an all-black school. I didn't go to an all-black school, but I spent time I never, at all-black school. I never had a white teacher until I was in ninth grade. Right. And Corey, <laughs> you lived in this magical unicorn place in North Philadelphia that had all the savagery, but was still beautiful at the same time. A lot of those spots don't exist anymore. 
No, we're lucky. No. We're pri- we're privileged. Like Jimmy loves, like we're privileged in that regard, and mm-hmm. that's not absent on me. But I want to ask you this question, Corey, because you talk about your grandma. What did you call your grandma? Was it grandma? Was Corey. it nanny? Grandma. So grandma, I believe, was outspoken. Very so what would what would grandma say about all this frauding on? Instagram and cap house and everything else. So what would she say? What my grandmother would do is pull them to the side first, because that was her main thing. Before she embarrassed you, she had she tried to correct you before she embarrassed you. Mm-hmm. So she would always pull you to the side first and give you a chance to auto correct. You going down the wrong path, X Y Z. I need you to. This is this is the right path. I'm gonna show you what the right path look like. And an X Y Z person is doing what you're trying to do right they're doing what you're trying to do and they're doing it in the right way so not only i'm gonna tell you the right thing i'm gonna show you examples of people who are doing at that point if you don't do it she's just gonna flat out embarrass she's gonna blast you right you go both barrels out right so so jimmy asked what's the way to do it i would say the way grandma's doing it and that's kind of the way we've been doing it right Mm -hmm. give or take and I would venture to say just from, you know, I ain't met grandma, but I feel like I know I got a sense of grandma through Corey that she was moving in love. And so Every she time. was moving in love. She was moving in integrity. She had a strong sense of character. And so to me, I think that's what we have to do. And that's what everybody else has to do. Again, you ain't got to, we ain't got to do no sale on one shot, track people down. But we got to <laughs> say, yo, this information ain't correct. Yeah. All right. And we need to put this person on timeout. <laughs> all right, because all right, we know everybody's is redeemable. But right now, that person needs to be censored. We gonna ignore them. All they followers should go away. <laughs> they should be unfollowed immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, man. This is this is a real conversation, man. But listen, then how um, you tell somebody not to eat? Right. So, it, so but, but listen, it, right, did you I, say I hate that like argument. That? Listen, I hate that argument. Oh. No, no, listen, listen, Kamari. Listen and listen to what I'm saying to you, right? If you tell this person you know all their followers should go away and all that kind of stuff, it's not saying correct. That's saying you like I don't like I don't like the way that sounds at all. I know you don't. That's I don't cool. like the way, I don't I'm like cool the way that. that sounds. But let, listen, like, hold on. Let, let me say this. If you do something fucked up at work, what happens? You get fired. Your ability to eat yeah, gets but taken I away. Get another job. Okay, they can also make a course correction and start putting out accurate information. Yeah, it's just that simple. Is how, but, but, but who controls that time frame? Uh, I would say they do. But listen, every every action has an equal and opposite reaction. It does. I'm not saying that they sh- there shouldn't be any punishment or. But what I'm saying is, when you say all the followers should go away, like that, that, listen, yeah, that bothers me. That, Jimmy, that asked that question, <laughs> Jimmy asked the question. Jimmy asked the question. That's my answer. I'm not because saying, to me, I'm, again, I, I'm, makes, not, I, I'm, I'm not chastising you, and I know you know we're not chastising you. No, no, come on but now. Is, but, but this is like, that's, I don't, I don't agree with that. I got you, but but here's the thing. You got people with half a million, a million, they are megaphones. The damage that they potentially are are doing, to me, is more destructive or I think more I think worse. More in our best, I think it's more in our best interest to continually stay in their ear and help them course correct than it would be to 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 get rid of all of their followers because if well, they me, got the megaphone let me let me, let me finish then, this point let me finish this point and i got you 
So I would, I think that's a better thing. They have to feel the consequence. Now, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think, again, it's still what we do. We should only spend 5% of our time on that. 95% of our time should be on our people be who want to move, right? But if we want to, Corey, you're ex-military, you got to identify the threat. That threat must be addressed and identified. I mean, the, the rest of that would, would do something way more treacherous. The, 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 see, the <laughs> thing is, but I try not to think about that because I understand what the military did. Like, like But I the military has a lot of good principles, though. Right, and we ain't gotta go to the F degree. So the military tried to send me to brown, black, and brown countries to kill people that look like me. That's so right. I'm not, but let's, I'm not going. I, I'm not. I, I got you. I got you. But if we just look at the overall tenant, right? If you are military, you want to know what the threat is. You want to identify the threat. You want to. You want to have good intel to say, all right, this this is the potential happening. This is what could happen. All right. We we don't have we can't just turn the blind eye to it. That's what I mean when I say identify the threat. No, and then we gotta send, we gotta spend the rest of our time fortifying our folks, so they ain't gotta work. I, said, I would do it though. I would start with my my immediate family, and that's what I said. I said we already do it. That's what we yeah. do. You know what I mean? Like, look that that info was trash. You know what I mean? Like, look, don't pay no attention to that, right? Because that's gonna get you hurt. We already do that in our immediate circles. Like, look, that's not it. But I think now, the difference is with you and I, even though y'all have a bigger platform than me, they, and y'all get a lot out, of the same stuff. Y'all do. Like, on, man. You, you listen, man, these are facts. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. But I get a lot more people, like you brought up earlier, Jimmy, that say, I did X, Y, and Z because X, Y, and Z said to do it. Man. And then it's like, I'm, I'm seeing this all... Yeah, day, you're, you're, every on the pa- you're on the paperwork side of it. Yes. And so yeah. it's like, come on. Like, yeah, that's crazy. And then it's like, you know, again, this isn't what the Black Wealth Movement is supposed to be about. Like, again, that's why I talk about culture. Again, that's why I talk about everything else. It's like, people don't get it. If we're really supposed to be building each other up, we can't be giving each other false information. And I have to believe a lot of them do it knowingly for the money which is European generated European ideas or for whatever other crazy reason. And so I at least have to say something. I'm not going to put a whole lot of energy into it. No, no, but I, I agree. Something. But that's why, I, but that's why I wanted to have this conversation. I know it would end up a, a long, great conversation. This is how, this is how we talk every time we talk. That's fine. But, but I thought that, um, you know, cause again, it's something that I don't have the answer to, but I struggle with personally because sometimes I want to say, you know how many times I've started making their like remix, like to someone's real, like you know, you know <laughs> I do. listen, we were about to do the remix of the same reel. Somebody, Yo, somebody, yeah. somebody told somebody to sell everything in their four hundred and one k and to buy real estate. And I've seen people do this during the real estate bubble in 06 and 07. I've seen people do that with gold as well. And guess what? Both times they wound up fucked up. No, I mean this is this is the this is the vantage point from being in this space for. Multiple cycles. Yeah, 20 plus years of seeing a lot of stuff, yeah. right? Um, but again, I, at the end of the day, my whole thing is to protect our people. You know what's crazy? That might be good advice for somebody that's 65, 70 years old. Actually, it's the right? worst advice. You never sell right now when it uh, when it's down. No, that's, that's even you, I mean, you're going to lose all your money. But no, even, spend- yeah, yeah, like even like so. No, I'm just saying, you know, we, we already said personal finance is personal. So it might, it might be good advice for two people, but 
you got 10,000 other people that is not good advice. You see, that's also the problem with some of this stuff going in public public spaces, right? There's yeah. even sometimes where I see stuff said where it's like it's on the, it's in the gray area, and I'm like, I could see sharing that in a private setting, but you're in a public setting yeah. saying that in, in some, you know, and like you say, what they say, with great power comes great responsibility, right? That's right. You got to recognize what comes like when certain people speak. People but don't listen. nobody care about the responsibility, though. That's yeah, my point. The power. <laughs> yeah. None of the responsibility. To yeah. So, the so that, that's my whole thing is like, you got to be careful with that because a lot of folks will get hurt. And a lot of folks have gotten hurt. I've gotten so many calls and people needing help on the real estate side because of information they got from this person or that person on, and they're trying to take short. I spend a lot of time fixing other people. Well, no, but that's that's the, thing, though, the thing about the thing about like myself, Kamari, like even Tracy, uh, uh, Courtney, Malik, all, uh, even you, all of us have licenses, right? We all have licenses, right? So there's only there's certain things that we have to do to maintain our license that which helps us eat. So it's like, you can't just be talking all willy nilly, right? So you got to be careful, but you have to give proper advice. But I think the main thing is to always operate with integrity and put your people first, right? You know, worst come to worst, your people come first, right? And that's, that, right. And that's, that's the way it's got to be, man. Listen, man, let's close out. It's been a long conversation, man. Um, Kamara, I just want to say thank you, good brother, for having this combo with Appreciate us. Appreciate um, you. Continue, continue to do what you do, man. Because uh, you know, I'm 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 laughing at your social Listen, media every day. I'm gonna have your back regardless. Just know, just know, just because I don't do what you do, don't mean I don't approve of what you do. And and likewise, brother. And again, I don't think um, at the end of the day, we all men and women, right? And we all gotta stand on our truth. Yes. And yeah, I don't expect anybody to have my back on that, so to speak. But I feel the same way for you, Corey. Whatever way you want to rock it. Is the way you want to rock you know, it, y'all. The way y'all rock with the camp. Again, I keep bringing up the camp Appreciate because that. I love, I love the camp, right? I love it. You gonna put the energy into the kids. Yeah, you gonna put, you gonna, you gonna sow seeds in fertile ground, and that's why I always back that one thousand percent. Listen, man, what's right? the, what's I ain't got a camp, but guess what? Again, according to the point, I'm gonna back that. Okay. Listen, we got a camp, you got a camp, man. The bottom yeah. line is, man. All right, right, well, listen, y'all don't want me in it because I, I got some ideas. I want to do something. <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, we say everybody got to part away. Back to the right? We don't want you in there. <laughs> oh, 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 no, I'm playing, I'm playing. Yeah, so the listen. Fact, the, the fact is, those that tend to address this different ways, I'm not mad at y'all either, man. Listen, everybody got a part to play. Back to yours. Bottom line is, um, we just want to make people aware that there are issues with some of the information coming from our own community. Um, but we gotta, we just gotta do better. We gotta do better and always put the people first. And I think like Kamari started this off by saying lead with love. And I think that's what, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's the answer to all of this, right? Some people don't recognize the mistakes that they're making. Some do. I, I will, you know, I will, I will say this, man. And it's only so it, long it, it, it's, and I, just, I just did a post about this leading with love only works but so far right because they got to receive it the same way right if you're giving somebody something they want even if it's love and they don't want it they not going to receive it right and that's okay that's okay but Corey, i saw that post i love that post right but i still feel that's leading with love right because when yep. you lead with love it's for them to pick up you ain't got to force feed it down and that's another thing. People be giving unsolicited advice. That's ego. That ain't always love, though. No, even what I'm with, saying even is as unsolicited parents, advice even as parents, is like, why people rap. reject a lot of these, you know, a lot of good advice, right? Because it's unsolicited because I want to do what I want to do, right? right? And they're not and they ready for it at that moment. Un, yeah, they're not ready for the, the, the actual 
the, the actual truth because the truth is, is unsolicited. You're giving them the truth and they don't want it. Right? Now, it's Jimmy, we stepped out on your closing. My bad. But no, I, it's I, all listen. It's all this. This is what I, we do. This is what we do. I, I want. I'll, I'll, I'll just say this right. Go at it. But but I, but my thing is, you lead with love, whether they whether to receive it or not. That ain't that ain't gonna do with leading love. That's I right. Whether you receive it, that's on you. Right. Exactly. And I'll just say this, like my mentor told me a long time ago. He said, if we just follow grandma, right? Not your grandma, Corey, but this grandma in general, black grandmas. What do they do? Come on in, baby. You want some chicken? It's always with love. You ain't got to eat the chicken. But guess what? The house is open. The kitchen is open. Make yourself comfortable. Get yourself some water, some Kool-Aid, some of and get a piece of chicken if you want it. She wasn't dogmatic about it. And I'm sure all y'all could appreciate this, right? She wasn't dogmatic about it. She just gave y'all love. She extended love. Hey, listen, man, uh, Bill Russell in his book, he says that we tend to overcomplicate things in life. He said the bottom line is do right. He was like, you know when you're doing wrong and you know when you're doing right. Just do right more than wrong. <laughs> he said everything else is overcomplicating it. Most of the time when you're doing something wrong, your gut tells you and you know you're doing wrong. Just do That's right. Math. Yeah, he's that's, just, that's just math right, right he, here. He really simplified everything. Like, just do right. And, you know, it's a shot I don't know if I agree with that, though. And listen, I'm just saying that was a good, it's, it's not my bar. It's from Bill Russell. But I, I love the bar, though. I, I love the bar. Because in, in reading it, I'm like, he's right. I, I mean, you know, it's not completely right. You, it's nuanced to that. But a lot of times, right, for the most part. You like, know the right thing to do and the wrong you know the right thing, thing to do. do. And, you know when you, and you know when you're doing wrong, right? Now, some people want to play with that. You know, we live in a world now where there's alternative facts, right? So um, <laughs> people could, could bastardize that. But his point is still his point. So shout out to Bill Russell, man. But anyway, man, um, for everybody out there, this has been a long, great conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're taking something from it. Give us some feedback. Let us know what your thoughts on um, a lot of the cap you see on social media and also what do you think is the way that we should be um, addressing it as a people if we want to actually build wealth and do things for our families and our, our greater family in the community? Make sure you follow the Finance Rebel, man. He's killing it on YouTube. Go subscribe to his YouTube channel if you're watching this on our YouTube channel. Um, follow him everywhere. Instagram, he's a TikTok legend now, so get, in, get with him on TikTok. You know what I mean? <laughs> so just make sure you uh, tune into the Finance Rebel, man. And gentlemen, it's always, it's always a great conversation we get together, man. So just want to say thank you, brothers, man. I love and appreciate both of you. And, uh, you know, just thanks for the combo, bro. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. All right. Appreciate no doubt, man. If everybody else out there, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates. And we'll see you guys on our next episode.